Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Professional welder Shayna Ford used VR training developed by ForgeFX to hone her skills as a welder. The more time that you spend practicing it, that's what separates a good welder from a great welder. VR training can help students like Shayna repeatedly practice specific skills. Virtual reality definitely helps because the more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Explore more stories like Shayna's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Hey guys, I'm Whitney Port and this is With Wit. A lot of you may know me from reality TV, and the reality is a lot's happened since the hills. With Wit is dedicated to having real, raw, and occasionally ridiculous conversations with the people who have had a profound impact on me. Life-changing moments, life-changing people. Because on With Wit, very little is off-limits. Hi, guys. Hope everybody is hanging in there. I know that kind of sounds like an empty thing to say, but it's seriously true. I feel like when people ask me how I'm doing, I'm always like hanging in there, all things considered. And actually, we get into that a little bit with my next guest, Ashley, my older sister. We talk about how we kind of have these stock answers for how we're doing right now. But anyways, wanted to tell you guys what we are getting into. The next three weeks are going to be episodes with my three sisters. The first one will be with Ashley, my oldest sister. The second will be Paige, my younger sister. And the third will be Jade, my youngest. They are all at very different places in their lives, handling this quarantine differently and have different tips and emotions and things they're going through. And I thought it would just be nice to check in with them and have have you guys listen in on what a normal sister chat looks like at this time, but also just what each of them is going through because maybe their experiences are similar to yours. Ashley is single and living on her own. Paige is a brand new mom. She literally just had her baby Wolf in February. And Jade is a younger wife living in Chicago on her own away from her family. So I am so excited for this series. We get really deep. We talk about how we're really, really, really doing. I mean, my sisters open up just as much as I do. So I'm really grateful for that. But without further ado, here is my first episode with my older sister, Ashley, who has started BK Events. She launched that years ago and is an event and wedding planner. So not only personally is she on her own right now trying to make do, just moved into a new apartment, but she's also trying to maintain her business. And Sunny says hello. Hello. You see me. Hello. Say, and here is Ashley. Hi, Ashley. Okay. Here is Auntie Ashy. Hi, Ash. Hi, Wit. I'm so excited to be here. 
Oh my God. Good. (laughs) I know. I know. So we did a little social distancing meetup on Sunday. So we were able to see each other a couple days ago, which was really, really nice. But how are you? How are you today? I'm doing well. I mean, I guess my answer is always I'm doing as well as can be expected during this time. I kind of say the same thing. Like, I'm always like, I'm okay, all things considered. Like, I have this kind of stock answer, you know? Yeah. Because it's like, you don't want to, you you don't want to say I'm great, you know, but like, yeah, but you also are not great, you know? So it's like, you kind of have to find this like perfect balance of an answer where you feel like people understand that you're taking it seriously as we are. I mean, the fact that we've been quarantining for like six plus weeks and we still won't even get close to each other. So it's like, it's like, I don't know at what point that changes or if we just continue to social distance, even though maybe we don't really have to since we're isolating. I don't know. I know. I know. I'm sort of thinking the same thing. Like when does it come time when the people who we want to see, when we know that they have been quarantined for so long, like when can we actually get together in small groups. And part of me feels like until testing is more accessible, that that's probably when we can start getting together in small groups, right? Because like when we're able to start taking the test and just knowing that we don't have it, then then we're able to integrate more? Yeah, I think so. I mean, obviously the testing is the biggest thing. I think that we are very conservative to begin with and we would yeah put anybody at risk let alone our family and our friends yeah but I think also what's interesting and I'm definitely guilty of this so I will for sure call myself out is there are people that are not following the rules and and mm-hmm. not social distancing and social media amplifies it and brings it to all of our attention and it's mm-hmm. very much like this crazy social experiment that we're watching because I full on judge. And like, I can't say I'm keeping like a, or like a real list, but like mm-hmm. definitely going to remember who was not following the rules during the time. <laughs> it's so crazy. Cause actually I haven't seen any of that. We must follow really different people because I, when you say that, I'm like trying to rack my brain for the last person that I felt like was doing something wrong. And I really haven't noticed that. I would say um, the majority of people in our lives, because we do follow a lot of the same people, are yeah. really good. And I and I yeah. think that that's amazing. And that's obviously what's going to get us to the next chapter. Mm-hmm. You know that I am, I mean, like I said, I'll call myself out. I'm a little bit of a list keeper and a little bit of a grudge holder, you know? <laughs> And at least you can admit it. Yeah. I mean, that's the first step <laughs> getting over it. I'm like, like grudge, grudge anonymous, you know, over here. Like I, I, hold, I, I, I hold those lists near and dear. Let's discuss like how you approach this from the beginning and, you know, the, the measures that you were taking and kind of what your days look like and how that's maybe shifted and things have changed a little bit. Because I feel like, I mean, at least in my life, you were really the first one to take it pretty seriously. (laughs) I mean, what's new, right? I guess I'm a planner by profession and a planner by nature, you know, and what, you know, an occupational hazard or help at this point, or also being the oldest sister too, you know, I think that sometimes I take on a lot of responsibility, Mm -hmm. whether it's self-appointed or it is something that I just have, you, you know, the feeling that if I don't take care of you guys, who will, which is like so crazy because we're like all in our 30s now. 
And it's like, I know everyone's doing a really good job of taking care of themselves, but I guess it's a feeling that I will always have, you know, for my whole life, even if it's with Ryan, who's older than me, you know? Yeah. Um, It's just in your nature. It's in your blood and it will, you'll be like this for the rest of your life. And we will still want to accept that care too, honestly, because you think of things and know things and plan for things that we're not thinking of. So yes, like, would we probably be able to survive. Like, yeah, but you help us, you help us get to like a better place faster. Yeah. So, I mean, in regards to my preparation for all of this, I can tell you that I was over actually at Phoebe's house who all of you guys know Phoebe is Whitney's makeup artist and she's actually one of my best friends. And I was over at her house. This is actually back mid February. And she had made a comment to me that her husband had suggested that they get some like pantry items because he had been, you know, following the news. And I, I'm definitely somebody who follows the news as well. And at first I was like, oh, Greg, you're overreacting. You know, like this planning is crazy advanced. Like we're not going to need that. And then the next morning I woke up after being at their house and I was like, oh my God, we need things. We need to get organized. I need to take care of mom and the girls and Ryan and everybody's family. And I need to, I need to plan for this. And now a word from our brand partner. You guys, I'm here to talk to you about something super important to me right now, my Billy Razor. So self-care is something that we all are needing to do on our own right now. I wax and I cannot go get a wax. And so things aren't ideal in that scenario. But I am so grateful for my Billy Razor because it's actually an amazing, amazing razor with so much moisture that I feel comfortable using it on that sensitive area. They have recreated everyday essentials by delivering premium razors and high-performing body care directly to you. There's also no pink tax and you don't have to visit the drugstore, which is also super important right now. Plus, you don't have to break the bank. You can go to mybilly.com to get their starter kit for just $9. And that includes their award-winning razor, two refill blades, and a magnetic holder that keeps your razor safe and dry in between uses. Billy is out to change more than just the way you shave. They just released three completely clean must-have products to add to your routine, a lip balm, a dry shampoo, and face wipes. I've been using face wipes like nobody's business. I've been so lazy. Back to the razor, you guys. I'm telling you, I would not use another razor on my bikini area. It is the smoothest shave ever. And the razor floats over my skin so I don't even feel it. And especially with that sensitive of an area, that's super important. I also don't have to shave for days using Billy. Like it really just gets a super deep shave. Go to mybilly.com to meet the razor that made everyone start talking about razors. Here's the deal. To express a little love for our show, go to mybilly.com slash withwit. It's a small way you can support us while getting the best razor you will ever own. It's just $9 to get your starter kit plus free shipping always. Go to mybilly.com slash withwit. Again, that's mybilly, B-I-L-L-I-E dot com slash withwit and get this razor, you guys. I'm serious. Also, they make them in really cute colors. Go now. 
friends, I'm Jackie Schimmel, philanthropist, motivational speaker, glowing wife, animal rights activist, and a shoulder to cry on. Not really. I'm a crazy bitch, but a hoot and a half. If you haven't listened to my podcast, The Bitch Bible, brace yourself, pour yourself a stiff drink, and get ready to laugh your ass off or cry. Make sure you subscribe yourself to The Bitch Bible Podcast right now. You're going to effing love it. And now back to our chat. To be honest with you, starting back in February, I started to really think about what needed to happen. And now I'm not going to give myself some sort of like psychic powers and say I knew what was going to happen because mm-hmm. I really had no idea. And to be honest with you, I really thought it was going to be like maybe two weeks we were going to have to you know do this. And, and I right. really had no clue. But I, as you know, I ended up buying, you know, some soap and some wipes, you know, for everyone in the family. And I mm-hmm. distributed that to everyone. I, you know, did a, a rather large grocery shop to prepare for myself. And mm-hmm. then I had to go to New York for work. And I was really struggling with the fact that I needed to go to New York. And at that point, to be honest with you, it hadn't hit as New York being the hotspot as it has become. But just the Mm -hmm. idea of traveling became a little bit like handicapping, you know, for me. I I was really stressed out about it. And we're talking about the first week in March you know, when, when cities and states and everything had not, had not really started shutting down. And so I flew into New York while I was there, I was getting text messages from friends saying, are you close to Westchester? Are you close to this? You know, eight people have been confirmed cases. And, and so like, obviously eight people in comparison to like how awful the numbers have become, like you're really aware that we've come so far since, since the beginning of March. But it really sent me into a little bit of like a panic spiral. And and I have jokingly but seriously said to my close friends and loved ones that I have become slightly the most crazy controlling version of myself during Mm -hmm. this time. And Mm -hmm. I know that I'm not actually crazy, (laughs) but but I have... Like I said, I'm a planner. I like to mm-hmm. organize. I like to be methodical. And I and I like to know that all the important people in my life are being taken care of. And if I can help with that, then I am mm-hmm. totally willing to do whatever it takes. Yeah. I mean, I think you and Timmy have both adopted that mindset and that attitude. And that's why at the beginning of all this, Timmy and I were really butting heads because you know how blasé I can be about things, you know, how I can like not really think things all the way through or I'm a little bit scattered. And he was very much like, something serious is happening and he wanted to take all these precautions. And I was just like, whoa, this is intense. I don't think I can handle this. And then after a little while, you realize that this is actually super duper serious. And I think a lot of people can probably relate with becoming the most controlling versions of themselves because there's so much out of our control right now that we, that part of us, like all of a sudden magnifies because we start to need to take control of what we can. Exactly. And I'll tell you, I mean, in regards to what you're saying about taking control back, that's it right there, hitting the nail on the head. In a time where we literally have no control, we are pulling the things that we can. A hundred percent. Like that has given me a little bit of calm in a not calm time at all. But I am for sure someone who who likes to have 
their ducks in a row. Right. And wake up each day and know what could I possibly get hit with? I mean, for you also, like you just moved into a new place. So that's something you didn't really have an anchor. No, You didn't have a safe place that you had had all set up where you felt hugged by, like as mom would say, you know, like you had this place with furniture, not really set up, like tons of boxes. Yeah. How has that been? And like, what, where are you at in the unpacking process? <laughs> so moving into this new house, it's all new neighbors. It's new sounds, new this, new that. It's new everything, you know? And so it's like for the first probably month or five weeks. So honestly, just only until recently, have I started to feel a little bit more comfortable here. And mm-hmm. you know, nothing like being in your home 24 seven makes you either feel more insecure about the place that you're living in or forces you to feel secure in the place faster, you know? And so it's like, I, I have slowly been unpacking. I should have done it sooner, but what I struggled with was like, you know what, if we're going to be in a quarantine for a really long time, why not spread out the projects? You know, I am for sure somebody who can like power through it. And so like Mm -hmm. last week I, you know, built three sets of shelves and organized, you know, all those areas. And I was so Mm -hmm. excited about it. And I did that in like three hours. So I have the ability to like go into hyper-focused work. Yeah. And get shit done. I mean, that's what you produce huge events in literally one day. I mean, there obviously there's so much planning that goes into something, but you put it all together physically in one day. So you are no stranger to producing things. So I can get shit done, like you said, but at the same time, I was like, well, what am I going to do to like keep myself busy and like entertained over this time? And honestly, Nothing about unpacking boxes sounds entertaining, which is probably why I keep putting it off. But then I'm like, mm-hmm. then I'm like, you know what, Ashley, like you spent all this time building this beautiful place. Like you should live in it and like enjoy the space that you've created. I don't have that camaraderie with, with my neighbors that I had before. Not that I'm really looking for camaraderie during the quarantine. Cause I'm like, back up, stay away from me. Like I don't want to talk to you. Yeah. But you want to, it would help to know the people, know their mindset, know that they're respecting what needs to be done in terms of cleanliness and et cetera. Yeah. So that obviously gives me a little bit of stress. I have all of these protocols that I put into effect and to be honest, probably overreacting in some cases. But like I said before, it's like, I want to be as safe as I possibly can. And I want to make sure, you know, no one has to worry about me. And I hope that, you know, everyone's doing the same thing. And now a word from our brand partner. I have been sharing products that I use from Verst for a while now, and I'm so excited that I can actually be talking about them more with you guys here because I absolutely love them. First of all, some fun facts. Verst is pronounced Verst, like V-U-R-S-T, as in well-versed. My favorite product of theirs, which I use every single day, is the Day Dissolve Cleansing Balm that has eucalyptus oil and vitamin E. They They are a non-toxic, cruelty-free, and vegan skincare brand that's hyper-focused on bringing you real results at prices your bank account appreciates. Their products are made with proven ingredients at skin-changing levels without the 
fussy packaging and conventional markups. You only pay for what matters, the goop inside the bottle. They take waste seriously. They skip excess packaging like inserts and boxes for bigger items and use recyclable and biodegradable packaging wherever possible. You can check out the recycling guide on their website. They formulate to the highest standards in the world, the European Union standards, banning over 1,300 toxins and questionable ingredients to ensure their products are safe, non-toxic, and effective. They keep the good, cut the bad, and focus on what works. They also have a skin decoder quiz on their site to help you build the right regimen for you. Some of their most popular products include my personal favorite, the Day Dissolve Cleansing Balm, the Shortcut Overnight Facial Peel, the Dew Point Moisturizing Gel Cream, Baby Treaks Hydrating Milk. That one's a really good toner actually that I use like every couple days and so much more. I am giving you guys 10% off your first order when you shop at versedskin.com with promo code WITHWIT. That's versedskin, V-E-R-S-E-D, S-K-I-N.com with promo code WITHWIT. They're giving you 10% off for the first time with promo code WITHWIT. You guys, seriously go check them out. Definitely a must in your everyday routine. Happy shopping. And now back to our conversation. So on a day day basis, like how are you feeling emotionally and what are you doing to like keep, you know, besides moving in and unpacking boxes, how are you taking care of yourself emotionally? Right. Well, I think this is very interesting. And when I knew that we were getting on, on this podcast today, I was like, wanted to talk a little bit about just like my life and my personal life and my, just like my history a little bit, you know, and obviously you're my sister, so you've lived it and you know exactly what's going on. But I think Mm -hmm. it's important to share you know, a little bit about me. And I know we've talked about it slightly, you know, before on, on our sister's podcast. Episode. Yeah. It gives people context exactly. because there's a lot of what you're, you're going through now that you, you have a history obviously, and, and that people don't know about. And so it will just give people more context. Right. So, okay. So a little, a little history about myself is that, you know, dad got sick quite a long time ago. You know, it's been seven years. And, you know, literally I look back on my life in these past years and I'm like, one day I feel like I had it all, or at least I thought that I had it all, you know, like a happy marriage and a successful life speaking from like a financial perspective and, a, and from a relationship perspective and from our family, which, you know, we've always been a happy amazingly bonded family. Mm-hmm. And then we, you know, got hit with the news that dad, you know, was terminally ill. And even though the word terminally ill was not used, you know, on that Monday when we were given the news, our lives, you know, changed on that Monday. And yeah. mm-hmm. literally on that Wednesday, so 48 hours later, my marriage completely blew up in my face. Even though it has been years, you know, mm-hmm. I I felt like at that time, it was like one day I had it all and then the next day it was all over. I felt like from a relationship perspective, I had been kicked to the curb after being in a 10-year-long relationship. 
And, you know, like there was a lot of self-care and self, I guess, like realization, mm-hmm. you know, that I had to go through to, and to figure out what had happened in my life, what was going to happen in my life. And it really forces you to take like a real serious look in the mirror yes. and figure out like, what the hell are you going to do with the rest of your life? And for me, it's like, I was so young, but I felt like I had figured my life out, you know? And yeah, now you, you, life, you had a whole plan and you yeah. envisioned it yes. and it was happening. It was actually happening. Yeah, it was happening. I mean, we were putting in offers on a house and we were yeah. thinking about having kids. I mean, like seriously, and you know, all of those things. So it's like, literally it's one day you have it. And then the next day it's, it's totally gone. And, right. You no, know, like, I'll be honest, looking back on it now, I feel like I have grown so much and learned so much about my life and myself and how I want to be treated and how I deserve to be treated and all of those mm-hmm, things. Right. And I think about what my life was that I was so happy with at the time versus what I would expect out of a relationship now is like night and day, you know? Yes. I don't yes. know if that just has to do with getting married young and then growing up and growing apart or being slapped in the face and then having to like pick yourself up, you know, like. I think it's all of those things. It's, it's all of those things combined, but like for you, there's so much also questioning because these things happened in your life. And then you're like, wait, what, what is my part in this? Right, and right. then you, you start to grow insecurities and that can start to spiral too. Like there's so much yeah. Not only questioning trust and all the other things that you have to question, but questioning yourself too yeah. and having that whole journey. Yeah. And I mean, you know, like I obviously uh, started with therapy and uh-huh. you know, we got involved with our house, you know, during our grief process. And so I had lots of outlets to talk about how I was feeling, how I was doing, how our family was doing, you know, all of yeah. these things. Mm-hmm. But it was, you know, a really challenging time. And like I said before, it's like, as you know, my life was really on a very serious upward trajectory. And then mm-hmm. all of a sudden it's like, okay, so who are you, Ashley? And what are you going to do with the rest of your life? And so, mm-hmm. you know, once I was able to get my legs back, you know, underneath me again, I was like, all right, I I got to like figure out my job, you know, like, yeah. and you know this, ever since I was a little kid, I've always been entrepreneurial. I've always Mm -hmm. had some sort of like side hustle, whether (laughs) Ryan and I were selling avocados on the corner or I was making, you know, headbands with rhinestones on them. Always. Or making jewelry or eating. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I've had so many businesses and I've been able to build a nice little savings for myself by doing those projects and like Mm -hmm. even babysitting or camp counseling or whatever it was. Mm -hmm. It's like, I felt like during my marriage, I definitely lost that. I became the typical old school wife you know, who makes a beautiful home, you know, and takes care of all of her husband's needs and does the errands and all of that. And even though while I was in it, I was happy to do it. Once I was out of it, I was like, what the fuck? Like, why was I a glorified, you know, like assistant, you know, like pick right. dry cleaning and things like that. And granted, there was obviously so much more to the relationship than that. Of course, of course, of course. But that being said, it's like he was traveling for work 
and he wanted me to travel with him. So my job, even though BK Events had started, you know, right after or right before I got married, I think, or right after, I can't, I honestly can't remember. It had become like a hobby job, you know, like I was lucky that I didn't need the income. But when I look back on it, I'm like, what is wrong with you, Ashley? You know, and granted, hindsight is always 2020, and, and I need to be nicer to myself without being yes. so judgmental. Yes. The fact that I put my, my my family life first and, you know, building this. Because that's totally natural. It is important to note that you, you had a job. You were at Mindy Weiss when you guys started dating, right? I mean, I, no, I was already, I, we had started dating when I was in college and then I got the job at Mindy Weiss. And I remember like, when I was working at Mindy Weiss and I was hustling, I was working. All yes. The time. So hard. Amazing job. I mean, like I got that job literally a week after graduating from college. And it was mm-hmm. incredible. Like I, mm-hmm. I started out as a, as a planner, you know, like I said it before, obviously you do what you have to do. And if the best job you can get is being an intern or an assistant or something like that, do it because the experience will change your life forever. And now a word from our brand partner. I've been telling you guys about Tamara Mellon, but it's time you really, really check them out. Not sure if you're shopping right now, but if you're looking to invest in a really great quality chic shoe, Tamara Mellon has you covered. She makes shoes that are not going to go out of style. And that's what I love about her. She's also, if you didn't know, the amazing designer who created Jimmy Choo. So she left Jimmy Choo. She launched her new namesake brand and the shoes are so, so, so cute. I've been telling you about this animal print brown mule that I got that I cannot wait to wear. Maybe I'll just wear them around the house as like a slipper right now. I feel like they're a shoe I'm going to have forever. Like I'll wear them now and they'll be really chic, but also I could see myself wearing them as a grandmother. Like they look like a shoe that my Nana wore, but in the most chic grandma way possible. Tamara really understands what women want. She knows that we want gorgeous shoes, but that we want them to feel great. Like no more are we buying insane shoes that are super uncomfortable because they just don't have to be that way anymore. The shoes are made in Italy and they're handcrafted from the best materials and produced in the same factories that actually make all of your other luxury shoes. I'm dying to have her new summer sandals. There's this black strappy pair that's so cute. They're kind of like an updated, more feminine version of a Birkenstock, but they will be amazing once the weather gets a little bit warmer. Anyways, I'm giving you guys $100 off any pair of her shoes. Go to tamaramelon.com and use the code with wit. That's tamaramelon, T-A-M-A-R-A-M-E-L-L-O-N.com and use the promo code with wit for $100 off a pair of shoes. Go check them out, guys. And now back to our chat. At, you know, 23, 22 years old, started working at Mindy Weiss and was killing it, you know? And yeah. Was yeah. Incredible events and was part of an amazing team. I won't go into all the details about my ex's life, but he did not have his shit together. And by yeah. being with me, I was able to help him build an incredible career, have incredible success. And we were, we were a really strong team together. Mm-hmm. So when I say that I look back and I think like, what was I doing? That was what needed to be done, you know, at that time. Yes. So when I think about, you know, what I like to coin my quote unquote hobby job for part of my marriage, you know, I had to figure out how I was going to support myself, you know, yeah. and that is exactly what I did. You know, I have built BK Events up into an incredible business. I've done it all on my own. 
obviously I have incredible creative partners in regards to like, yes. and I've had incredible clients and, you know, my business is a hundred percent word of mouth and, you know, even doing your wedding, you know, has been, has been an incredible like business card, you know, if you will, you know, mm-hmm. to share what I can do for people. But mm-hmm. in the last, you know, six years, six, seven years, I have, I have built a business that up until recently yeah. <laughs> has supported my life, has supported, you know, my at times, my shopping urges, yeah. you know, and has, and has really created an incredible life for me to be an entrepreneur and to be mm-hmm. a business owner. Yeah. And how long do you think it took you to get there? Like you said, you were saying it took you a little while to find your footing. And, you know, just for, there are probably so many people listening who are dealing with that or are thinking about, you know, leaving their partners. Obviously right now is a tricky time, even though they say like, once this is all over, that divorce will probably be at like an all time high. But, you know, just like what the trajectory was for you and kind of where you're at now and how living on your own at this point has been. How can I plan people's weddings when I've just had to watch my my marriage die, you know? Right, so, yeah. Um, it was an interesting job to be a part of, but I got to tell you, even through all of that, I still, and granted, I do more than weddings. I do corporate events. I do all types of life celebrations, but weddings tend to be the primary part of my business. Mm -hmm. And even through getting divorced, I have never felt like, oh God, I can't believe I'm doing a wedding. I can't believe these people. Like I, I still romanticize weddings and happiness and love so much. Like it it makes me so happy. I still get full body chills, you know, when the bride's about to walk down the aisle. And I, I mean, you would be like a heartless monster. Right, right, right. I'm like, I you brides and I'm setting you up for failure. Yeah. You are not that bitter person. You would never. Not at all. Not at all. And so that's how I know sometimes that I still love my job, even though it's super stressful. Yeah. It definitely took me a few years to kind of get the business up and going for sure. Mm-hmm. And I Mm -hmm. had to be really patient with myself, you know, in that regard. And so I I would say that probably in the last three or four years, business has really changed. I think that what I always think is just such a funny life experience that happened is that you and Paige and Jade all got married within one year of each other. And so yeah. it's kind of like, oh, great. Like all your younger sisters are all getting married, like literally at the same time or you're planning your weddings. It's like, it forced me into really committing that this was my career and this is what I wanted to do because I was like, if I can plan my own sister's weddings, which I would, as I've said before, I wouldn't have it any other way. I can't even imagine somebody else planning your weddings. Oh my God. No, never. But it's like, if I could do that in the midst of like heartbreak and the stress of building a business, Mm -hmm. then like, I think I'm doing pretty well, you know? (laughs) 
No, for sure. I mean, I I remember that obviously being something that we thought about and we wanted to take care of you and we didn't want you to do anything that you didn't feel comfortable doing. But really like that was maybe at the beginning. Once we really got into it, I could feel your excitement and I never felt awkward or weird about it because I didn't. I, I think that you were able to take yourself out of it and really let your excitement for us shine. And that's what you've been able to do in your business too. Exactly. I just take the feelings that I have obviously for my own family. And I put that, you know, for what start out as strangers, but I'll tell you planning a wedding, you get to know people really well. You get outs of their relationships, their family dynamics, you know, who doesn't like their future, all of those things, you know? And so came time to plan your girl's weddings. I honestly, I I can't even say that I really even thought about myself very much. You know what I mean? I was Mm -hmm. so excited for our family that we were gaining all of these new brothers, you know, brother-in-laws, obviously we got a sister-in-law too. I, they got married obviously before the rest of you guys did. So it's not like I'm forgetting about planning their wedding also, but (laughs) this happened at the same, at the same time. I cannot believe it happened that way. Still. It's so crazy. It's really crazy. It's really crazy. So, you know, it definitely, I would say, you know, for anybody who's thinking about, you know, whether it's a breakup, it's a divorce, whatever it is, for whatever reasons, mm-hmm. the road is long and challenging. You know, it yeah. really is. It, I have not met one person in my life that has had an easy time of it, you know, because even if you're so over the relationship and you're so like cut off emotionally from, from the loss of that part, when you're married, there's just so much paperwork and everything that you have to deal right. with, you know, to like finalize it all. Honestly, even if you're not married, like I said, if you're dating, a heartbreak is a heartbreak, you no matter what, you know? And right, so right. if somebody is feeling they are ready to be out of their relationship, whether it's their choosing or not, I think the best advice that I can give is just like, be kind to yourself. And I know that mm-hmm. that sounds cheesy, but it's like, you have to just take it one day at a time to take a term from like, you know, an AA, you know, meeting. It's like, you just, each day, you just have to put one foot in front of the other and try your best to figure out how you can rebuild your life. Yeah. And I think also just know that time actually does heal, obviously, and to continue to tell yourself, like you're saying, just to have patience yeah. that everything in life is just, I mean, usually it's, is a phase and that you will get through this. Yeah. And at the time you'll never be able to see that, you know, like, yeah, you'll be able to see the forest through the trees. I feel like dad would say, but like, yeah, but like it happens, you know, it really does. Yeah. That was so great. Ashley, thank you so much for opening up. I love you. I'm so happy to hear how well you're doing. And we are going to be doing a part two on Saturday because we talk so much. So check out part two of Ashley's episode on Saturday. Thank you guys so much for listening. I hope you loved this episode. Don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review. I'd love to hear what you think and anything more or even less you'd want to hear about. Tune in every Tuesday for a new episode. If you want to know more about what I'm up to, you can find me on Instagram at Whitney Eve Port, my website, WhitneyPort.com, and my YouTube channel, Whitney Port. Peace in the streets.